Hey guys, Ben here from Comic Comedians. I just wanted to tell you guys about the best podcasting program there is called Anchor. Anchor is literally the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, everybody. My name is Ben Schubert, and today I am here with Clint Barton himself. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. So, and actually, this is not really Clint Barton. His name's Donnie. Don, how do you say your last name? Uh, Francis. Francis. Okay, I, I'm, I'm bad with last names. So, Donnie Francis, he's playing Clint Barton in the... Spider-Man's Monsters of Manhattan. So we are going to be talking about just set life and what, what you had to do to study for this character and all that jazz. But before we go into anything, let's jump into that title sequence right now. Donnie, again, thank you for being here. No problem. So... What what do you have to do to train for this this uh, this this role? <laughs> Honestly, not much. Really? So, are um, you like a born archer? Uh, yep, yeah, yeah I've, I've been practicing art, archery for years and years now. Like, I'm 31, right. so like I've been shooting bows and arrows for like 16 years, 15 years, and then okay. uh, I'm a former MMA fighter, and so I. And uh, I worked in law enforcement for a little while. So I, just, I have a lot of real life skills that I bring to the table that make a character like Clint real easy for me to right. kind of embody physically. And, you know, some of the other stuff involving like acting and, and in the film industry, like um, stunts, I have the ability to do stunts because I also... Um, I'm a stunt performer, mostly with uh, independent and non-union projects currently. I'm not with SAG, so. So uh, we, we, I haven't seen you in the MCU, have I? <laughs> no, yet? unfortunately. Um, I, I do have friends that have been stunt performers in the MCU, though. Oh, that's cool. Well, yeah. you, you said that you've been, your former law enforcement, that you've been doing archery. How'd you, how'd this get into acting? Like what made you be like, Oh, I gotta be an actor now. Uh, so it's, it's, uh, it's a funny story. Kind of. Um, so like I had got a Deadpool suit once cause I wanted to like do charity work as a superhero. It always been a thing. And I ended up discovering what cosplay was. <laughs> I, I had no idea. I had just had this Deadpool suit and like did some toy drives and stuff. And then I got a green arrow suit and then started going to conventions and uh, other charity events. So then that snowballed into like modeling. I just, I, a friend of mine and his wife was like, Hey, let's do a photo shoot of you in and out of the green arrow suit. The photos of just me were really well received. So I was like, Oh, all right. So I started pursuing modeling uh working independently and like uh collaborating with brands like uh, luxwood's watch company and some underwear companies and uh, doing some other um like new england based modeling and then one day i was like oh, i want to try acting so i auditioned for a renaissance fair 
no, I had no idea what I was doing. I had, I had no idea what a monologue was. Um, yeah. They were like, yeah, yeah, they were like, yeah, yeah we're all I'm like, I'm a, What's that? My, I'm a thespian myself, so I, I, I get it. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I got cast just based off of my my looks. I got cast to play a uh, Prince Charming character, but because it's Renaissance Fair, it's comedic and improv. It was like a satirical approach to the character. So I was I very much played my character like a like good-natured heart of gold Gaston and, and also a little he was also not always super bright so that was like my intro to acting so then I started taking acting classes with Chris Neville um acting studios on Worcester and just was hitting the ground running trying to like just like navigate that world um and in doing so I ended up uh like getting involved in like stage combat where I got my certificate from the society of american flight directors for the use of broadsword uh, i did some rapier and dagger workshops okay. um, with some very reputable fight choreographers and fight directors in new england and started linking up with a bunch of stunt performers and stunt professionals training and 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 like kind of being taken under their wing a little bit because of my skills and my training having you know, been law enforcement trained and had actual time in the field. I, I worked uh, for a police, as a police officer for like a year, gave it up and kind of pursued mixed martial arts where I fought twice and competed in some uh, jiu-jitsu tournaments. And then uh, the Ren Fair asked me back as uh, you know, a master swordsman where I had a bunch of stage fights and I did fight choreography for Worcester Academy Theater so, like, throughout all of that, just navigating the world of stunts and acting, and, and that's kind of, and that's where I'm at now, where now I'm kind of, you know, I've, I'm trying to see what, you know, what's more, most feasible for me to really, really pursue hard. And so, yeah, you know, Brandon has known me for a couple of years. And, uh, that's like my next question. How, how'd you meet up with Brandon? Like, how'd you get this role? So, initially... When this project was like around the time where uh, I met him, he was looking to start filming and he'd cast me to play Johnny Jameson Jr. Oh, okay. Where were um, and this was and this was like back when the show was going a whole different direction. Yeah. And my first day on set was just kind of a nightmare. And so we were supposed to film like essentially my my like final like my the fight the last time that you see me that was what we were filming like me in the morgue oh wow but the actor who played eddie brock never showed up so and like this is my first time doing any sort of like screen screen acting right um because like anything i i think at that point i'd already done the rent fair and um some like some extra work and so he was like hey like you kind of have the build can we put you in these clothing and give you these like pages of dialogue to learn in the next two hours? Also research the character. So like, I'm like, Oh, okay. (laughs) And then like, there's a couple of other days of filming again, still when the show was going a whole different direction where I did um, stuff kind of like stunt related. Like one day I was like a glorified extra where I was just like a bodyguard for somebody oh i, I it's okay it's all right okay i i try just here try and keep it pg-13 you're good though 
That's fine. My father's uh, a I, sailor. I, my dad's my dad's a sailor for thirty years, so trust me, <laughs> I, I've heard some things in my time. Uh, of course, every time I swear, I want to hear the sound of like an arrow being released from a bow. You got it. Like thwack. Um. So and then yeah. I one one day with Brandon, they had me like doing some, a driving scene with a little uh, fight thing, and then like. I hadn't talked to him in like over a year since. And that's like, I, and within that time, like I was like, really, I've gotten close with a lot of like stunt professionals and I've been training hard and like taking a lot of acting courses and really like, I've really grown as an actor and a performer and gained a, a bit of popularity. Right. Um, and he had saw that the Red Hood fan series had cast me to play Roy Harper for season three and so, like, he had asked me if, you know, I, well, actually what had happened was he was looking for somebody who could assist with stunts and, like, making sure that they, they're doing things safe. And a friend of mine was like, hey, do you want to do this? It's non-union. It'd, you know, be a good learning experience. So I was like, yeah, like, I'll help them. I'll, I'll come on board and, like, make sure they're doing things the right way and make sure some of the fights look good. And so what had happened was after, you know, Brandon had no idea how, like, uh, how, like, engrossed into, like, all the the acting community and, like, the, stunt, the New England stunt community, at least in, in a small degree, how, like, intertwined I was and how connected I was with so many people. And so he was like, would you be interested in playing Hawkeye? So I was like, duh yeah <laughs> duh. <laughs> which has been great too because it started off as like such a small thing but like as he has seen like the amount of value i was able to bring to the production he was like willing to like listen to like not the man's but like my advice and what i wanted for the character especially because like originally i was you know i was looking to be paid a day rate um because of what i was going to be doing but like talking to him and seeing how ambitious the project was and what they were trying to do and like I was willing to take that hit to help make this come to life where like I've been working without taking a day rate um and because of that a lot of the um other things I've been able to bring to the table to help bring this to life and, and help these guys make something as like amazing as they can possibly make in like for the small screen um we've been able to they've allowed me a lot of creative control and a lot of creative input and then they brought eddie on who's also a hawkeye fan so me and eddie have been just ganging up on brandon we're like well let's do this let's do this and like i even got more ideas that i have yet to pitch to them but i'm going to be pitching like within the couple next couple days the uh hawkeye character is this going to be a big character in this series? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm in, I believe I'm in um, every episode. At okay. some point, you will see me in just about every episode. Um, so I do play a major part of what's being built within the first season. Um, and the possibility that will be open to Hawkeye if there is a season two well, and, uh, and spinoffs. I was looking at your 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 costume uh, for Hawkeye, and I noticed the Shield logo is on there. So Hawkeye is working for Shield. I, I, I see a lot of things. Don't worry. So are are we going to see like people like Nick Fury or? I mean, I will. Say? Yeah, I will. Sir, I, I'm a. I was. I was. I'm allowed to talk about Hawkeye 
but I gotta be, I do gotta be careful if you have, so I'll leave that to your imagine. Okay. All right. I'll say, I'll say on Hawkeye for you then. I'll make this easier on you. I don't want, I don't want you to get in trouble with Spider-Man though. That's the last thing we need. Yeah. I don't need them giving me crap because then I'm going to have to tell them to meet me outside the school yard at three o'clock on a Wednesday and I'm going to have to beat them up and I don't want to have to beat them up. Right. <laughs> so Hawkeye, let's get, what, what uh, storylines, obviously you've done your research on Hawkeye. What storyline version, like I know for Spider-Man, they're going for like an ultimate universe Spider-Man, but there are so many different versions of Hawkeye as well. Like there's the old man Hawkeye storyline. There's, there's the, canon 616 there's there's so many storylines with hawkeye is there a version that you favor the most that you are going to be like basing your character on um he he's somewhat of a original take like i am taking some heavy inspiration from the source material and uh a lot like with the met fraction run because that was a really good run of hawkeye and just taking snippets from other like what other shows and movies have done with the character um, he doesn't really have a set storyline. Like, there's no subplot for Hawkeye. Okay. But there is, but there is something to him. Where, um, so, where, where Hawkeye is in, in everything, you know, he's he's thirty. You know, he's in he's early thirties, um, and like he's kind of just been thrust into this in this new world of like with with, with Shield. Where it's like, oh, like uh, you know, working for Shield, he's become somewhat of a minor celebrity, at, and and so he's kind of like there's there's layers to him. Like you see where when you're watching at these moments where he's trying to prove himself as like, am am I a hero? Is, is this what it means to be a hero? And so it's like there's other times where you know he's he's kind of. Yeah, just trying to figure himself out and 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 navigate this new life of like 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 Spider-Man and mutants and the stuff going on within his time in New York and Manhattan and the stuff that's going on and it's so kind of like a, a outside a little outside of his realm of understanding where like he's just you know this highly trained um, operative who has you know, done a lot of good in the world. And, uh, but this is still so like, still unbelievable for him that you see, you know, he's kind of, sometimes he's like this broy, fratish, like um, snarky character. And then you see like, you throughout the series, you see these like other layers that kind of show themselves. So the character is not one dimensional. And you see some growth and some change. Okay, so it sounds like he's kind of has like a subplot, but doesn't really. It's because obviously this is Spider-Man's journey, but it sounds like he might get a spinoff. Are you allowed to tell me that or not? We've we've been uh, discussing ideas, and I've been pitching some things at them in regards to that, or even just maybe a one-off throwing... episode, or yeah, or um throwing Hawkeye and some some other some other side stories that they got going on. I know in the the Indiegogo campaign there there's talk about maybe a Midtown Blues spin-off which would revolve around Peter and the rest of the cast from the high school scenes along with like Kevin Porter and Kevin Porter, Megnut, um Dade. And I was and I've been pitching to them like what if 
you know, for some reason, Clint is put in charge, you know, to keep like, an eye on Peter. Like Principal Coulson in the animated series, uh, Agent Coulson was put as the principal to watch over the kids. Are you saying yeah, that? so I was playing with the idea of what about having Clint be like the substitute gym teacher or the gym teacher yeah. to oh, keep okay. an eye on. Um, and so I was playing with some like really fun ideas in regards to that, like some fun moments between Peter and I as like, um, you know, teacher and student. And then, you know, I was playing with the idea, like what if this whole time nothing happens? It's just a bunch of like schools, like just school scenes. And then like, in the background there's something being like bubbling and then at the end of that little mini thing spider-man and hawkeye suit up and take care of it so is hawkeye going to be like a mentor figure to spider-man in this series you know i don't i don't know i've kind of pitched that i was like what if we just made like so take the relationship that stark and Peter did in the mcu and make that somewhat of a hawkeye spider-man thing but less of like the father um son type of relationship that they have but more of like a big brother little brother yeah i I can get behind that i would actually like to see something like that because um i don't know if you in the ultimate universe that and there's a video game that came out so many years ago but the the human torch was a friend of spider-man's and there was like a mission where they had to race each other to see who was the fastest and that's kind of I, I feel like brandon's kind of going that direction with hawkeye the way that you're explaining it it sounds like he's going to be like you know somebody to pump him up but you know also be there when he needs him yeah and, and then the other thing he's kind of like like he's hawkeye is kind of like yeah and that's and that's kind of what i'm hoping because with some of the stuff that we've been discussing on adding um in moments like um and some stuff that pays respect to the source material that hasn't been done yet which i'm excited for okay so are you going to be taking any of jeremy renner's take on the character to your character at all not a whole lot actually because like we never really saw like there's not much to work with no i mean not that jeremy didn't do an amazing job but an actor is like you can only do so much with what you're given right um so like i am taking a little bit more inspiration from uh like what avengers assembles uh the cartoon did with him where you know he was snarky but he had his moments of like seriousness yeah and those moments where you see that oh he is literally just a human amongst like these superpowered beings he's just like in the mcu he's just a dude with a bow right fighting monsters and yeah so we'll you will see some of that and then of course taking some inspiration from the the source material itself and and that's something that like i've been really pushing and there's been some negative feedback um but there's also been some positive feedback to those that understand what i'm trying to do in regards to to paying respect to the source material so you know hopefully that it ends up being well received because i've been pushing to do it but not just not just to do it to do it but to do it and do it right in in a way that pays respect to the source material and pays respect to the you know the community in which it would impact the most and that's actually really outstanding That, that is outstanding the the fact that you 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 were able to just pull put together a character like this and as fast as you did you said it was like a last minute decision right 
Uh, it wasn't really that much. Like, it was just like his growth became. So it was like, oh, you want to play Hawkeye? We're, we were thinking of adding him. So the Hawkeye went from like, you know, oh, I have a couple of things that I say a few times. And the character originally was kind of like very one note where Brennan's like, we wanted to be kind of like the fret bro boy. Oh, okay. And and then I kept kind of like, but but no, like let's <laughs> not let's not do that to this character. And then, and so like you know, I I developed a backstory for him that um, I was able to pull from a lot of my own real life experiences to really just make the character like as Yours. real to me. Yeah. So um, you also said you were, are you a stunt, you said you're a stunt guy. So I'm assuming you're, you're doing stunt coordination and you're, you're like, you're like doing choreography for stunts and stuff like that. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm still like um, paying my dues. So I don't call myself like a stunt guy or whatever. Like I do some stunt, I do perform some stunts, but mainly for like the independent and non like independent scene. Um, I have done some fight choreography um, for like, I've done a, uh, the Worcester Academy Theater. I was a fight choreographer for one of their shows, um, and you know, I I've helped to develop some of the fight choreography uh, within Spider-Man, um, and some other like projects that I've worked on. And along with some of the guys that I train with, we'll we'll do a lot of like in-house fight choreography to just practice and and hone our skills. Um, and so I yeah, I try to be. You know, it's like so you're not doing any of the stunt choreography for the Spider-Man show, are you? I'm assisting with um, like safety stuff, and I'm helping a lot with the fight choreography. But yeah, that's kind of where I'm at on that. Like, I'm definitely take a a, a big like spear, the, one of the bigger spearheads for all that. But I'm definitely not the guy in charge. All right. Well, let me talk about some of the characters in the show. So we know like the, the main villain is Scorpion and they're using a lot of practical stuff for that. Will we see like a one-on-one fight between the Scorpion and Hawkeye? I don't think so. I do believe that I will run into Scorpion or I will, I will see him. I know I will certainly see the impact and it will also kind of through Scorpion and you know some of the stuff going on with all that you'll you'll see a you know a really cool moment um a couple of cool moments like you're gonna see a lot of like it's gonna be kind of a roller coaster for Clint you're gonna see a lot of like um different like things where it's like oh well here he is trying to do this but he doesn't need to try because he is because of this and then you see like the real human aspect where it's like oh I really am just a man with a bow fighting monsters so are we gonna see him at his worst are we gonna see clint barton like on his knees doubting himself like saying i'm just a guy with a bow i'm not gonna be able to do this nothing you're not gonna see that directly but you'll be able to like not a low but you do see where he's trying to um like trying to be a hero like yeah what is it we definitely don't have any moments where he's like down like that but moments where he's just trying to prove himself and to, and, and along with like some of his teammates and everything. So have you been in other, like other shows with, that include, like you said that you dressed up as green arrow. So have you ever, like, were you ever in like the arrow beyond fan series or anything like that? No, 
Unfortunately, no. Um, I know right now I'm I'm supposed I'm slated to be playing Roy Harper Arsenal for season three of the Red Hood fan series. Okay. But COVID has screwed all that up. Last Everything I was, is, yeah. So last I heard from the producer and director uh, from a couple weeks ago, I'm s- still supposed to be in the show, but they had to like do a lot of changes. So what was what episode I was supposed to originally be in? My moment and my scenes get moved has have been moved to future episodes. So hopefully they. You know, they keep me and we go forward and we, we get that scene done because it is a really awesome scene um, between Roy Harper and um, uh, Jason. And it's someone that I really would like to be able to, like, do. What's the name of this series that Roy Harper is going to be in? Or is It's it literally just... called the, uh, the Red Hood Fan Series. That's what it's called. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just straight to the point. We got, a Red Red Hood Hood fans, we got a Red Hood Fan Series. What should we call it? Bingo. <laughs> but, you know like they it's their third season every season they've like crushed their um crowdfunding goals like okay this last season they raised like somewhere around twenty two thousand. that's awesome i might have yeah. to check that out red hood is one of my personal favorites so for arsenal there's a lot of content that you get to work with unlike hawkeye like hawkeye he has some storylines that you can work with and but arsenal and roy harper He's been there's like a lot you can work with, like with the drug abuse storyline. Are we gonna see some stuff like that in that show? I don't believe so. I think um what will be mostly explored is um where Jason is in his life in the turmoil between like the life that he lives and does he wanna continue being um you know like he's going through this like identity crisis where it's like you know I should give up doing this and just like try and live a normal life you know and just and so the the stuff between me and jason it's very much you see that friendship you see that that brotherly bond that has been developed over you know knowing each other since we were kids while training under batman and oliver right so so no like there's not a whole lot there but you do see that you see that brotherly like bond you see that love that they both you know have for each other and it, it's a it's a nice nice scene I'm, I'm really hoping that we get to go forward with it okay so obviously there's a lot of training involved and you said you've been doing this for a long time if you had any like advice to give to somebody that hasn't done anything like this acting or archery or what 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 advice would you give them don't be afraid to fail like you're not gonna pick something up day one and kill it like the first time I picked up a bow, I was terrible. It's taken me so long even now to be where I'm at shooting. Um, same with the acting and, and even the modeling and like trying to get involved in the stunt community. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to look like an idiot because, you know, there's that aspect to acting where like, yep. you have to be comfortable playing somebody like if you have to play somebody silly, you have to be comfortable enough to like do that and to like make that commitment. If you don't commit to what you're doing, it's not going to be believable. And then, like, I don't want to say networking because I don't like networking. But you want to build connections. You want to build relationships. And um, and I find that to be really helpful, too. So instead of, like, just thinking of networking as building, oh, I built my professional network. Think of it as you built, like, these professional relationships and, and develop them into friendships where, like, you know you can rely on that person and that person can rely on you. 
and together you guys can you know help create because you know i'm a big believer that there there's definitely enough work for everybody to get a slice and you get a lot of those people whose egos get in the way and and it can kind of jam up especially new people wanting to get into the industry well donnie i do appreciate you coming on i did enjoy talking to you so is there a, uh, is there, what's your Instagram or Twitter handle that people can follow you on? On Instagram, it's at Donnie X Francis. Uh, Twitter, it's Francis Donnie. And then Facebook, you can find me under the, you know, the same name, Donnie Francis. I've kind of monopolized my name. Okay. And if you guys like this podcast, you can follow me on Instagram at Comic Comedy Podcast. I'm also on Twitter at Shuby Dubert. Same with the TikTok. I'm also there with Shuby Dubert. Donnie, I appreciate you being on. Thank you for your service in the in the police force. And I hope you have a great day. You too. Thanks, Jim. All right. You have a great day.